The current spoiler warning level is, Butterscotch. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Butterscotch. We're talking about a machine and its variants from the end of Mobile Suit Gundam 0079, as well as some spinoffs from uh, MSV, uh, unused concepts from 0079, and going into uh, side content such as Giren's Greed. Then we uh, do an express spoiler warning before we delve into some deeper content as we talk about a variant from Thunderbolts, a couple from Gundam Build Fighters, and a few from Mobile Suit Gundam Crossbone Ghost. Um, the Thunderbolt design is not really a plot spoiler in any way. The Fighters stuff is a little bit. And then the Crossbone Ghost. I don't know. Does anyone know anything about Crossbone Ghost? It sucks. Who cares? Anyway, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG, your home for all things robots in general. Any robots you've got, we appreciate. We may not talk about them, but we appreciate robots. I'm hey. Six Stepma. I'm just going to let me you. I robots. I'm yeah, they're good. Listen, I'm, we're, I don't I'm think no... we're ever going to record <laughs> about, like, Shockwave from Transformers, but Shockwave's all right. Shockwave is quite possibly the best-looking Transformer by far. It doesn't have a mouth. That's already a plus. Look, no, it's it's an important step. I don't like robots with mouths. I'm sorry. This has just always been my thing. What about mouth lasers like the Xeon? Well, that's fine. But, okay, the Xeon doesn't have, like, lips. It's true. You know? True. Well, what if they need to chew? Mm. What about the Zacrello? The Zacrello has lips. The Zacrello is a nightmare. And I love it for being a nightmare. <laughs> but that the thing is, that's intended to be a nightmare looking at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And that that makes it funny. Um, but you you give like, like it's it's why like even with like Brave series, I don't really like a lot of Brave series robots until it's like oh look they're combining with another robot and suddenly they get a mask and I'm like now you've become cool like Gauguin. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyway. Let's go ahead and see what table we're going to be using today. Yep. Uh, we're going to be using the first half of our early UC list. Woo! Always uh, stuff fan, to dig into Fan there. favorite. It does mean we're getting a cutoff. I was, I was thinking, like, man, if we get early UC, I'd really love to cover this one. But we're not going to, because it's in the second half. Mm. I want to talk about the G-Line at some point. But, you know. G-Line would be great. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll have it. Well, it'll have its moment. Yeah. But right now, the moment is going to go to. <laughs> what is, is to this the Zeong? It's the oh, Zeong. <laughs> okay. We literally just mentioned. All right. All right. I'm okay with that. I love the yeah. Zeong. Certainly uh, not mad. I I, I I I just finished the uh, the real grade of that a uh, little while back, and what a cool model. Uh, the mm -hmm. Zeong, the Space Wizard itself. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. So I think I think like like we've been doing recently, um, mm -hmm. we're not necessarily going to start with the Zeong itself. Oh, okay. Let's go back in time, shall we? To I I would like to start with the MS06Z Saikamu System Zaku, or the MS06Z Bishop, as it's also known. 
Okay, yeah, we can do that. We can start with the bishop and then work our way up to the Xiong. I guess that makes sense. That's in more of a proper order than going backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, the MS-06Z Psychomu System Zaku, also known as the MS-06Z Bishop, which is what it is called in a couple of things. It was called that in an SD Gundam game originally, and then later in uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Side Story Missing Link, which was a PS3 game. It's also um, called that in uh, uh, GBO2. GBO2 also goes with Bishop. That makes sense. GBO2 actually uses a lot of... Um, Missing Link's design aesthetic is very similar to GBO2, like the way they do like all the panels. So hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they even have like a lot of talk crossover like in terms of like you know people working on the game. So that hmm. makes sense. Um, but yeah, so the Psychomi System Zaku... Uh, well, this is a Zaku, uh, a Zaku with a Psychomu system. Uh, so, looking at it, uh, we go to the head. The head uh, is your usual mono Zaku head. However, instead of having the more sort of like gas masky tubey look, uh, you've just got some vents on the face. Uh, you've got two antenna on the rear of the head. And then you also have windows on the top of the head because I'm presuming, uh, much like the Xeong, uh, the mono eye can actually look straight up, is my mm-hmm. assumption. Um, yeah, I mean, with the nature of the the these like Saikamu uh, weapons, it, you really need some like like omnidirectional vision. You can't just go with the the old like if you strapped these the the weapons it uses to a normal Zaku, uh, that would be deeply limiting. Yeah, and not to mention like here's the thing, because of the way its weapons are. The facing of the mobile suit doesn't really matter anyway. Mm. You know? Like, yeah. the, it, it could be, like, facing any which way uh, and still be attacking. So, it is good that it, its primary camera can kind of just look all around. Um, so, looking down, uh, the torso is a fun mix of a standard Zaku torso, but you've got thrusters uh, all around just implemented into the torso. These are what make it very similar to the Xeon. Um, it does have, you know, a normal backpack on the back uh, with various thrusters, but the front uh, is very Xeon-like, uh, just by having those two little, like, uh, chest thrusters. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to the shoulders, you got very plain standard shoulder armor, uh, upper arm, and of course you get to the lower arm, and that's where you start getting fancy, because that's where you get, you know, beam fingers. Mm-hmm. Great. It is um, worth noting, like, we say, like, standard, very standard shoulders. We mean that, like, in the general sense. These don't look like Zaku shoulders. No, they don't look like Zaku shoulders. They just mean standard in that it is just, like, a ball with armor around it. It is not, like, it's not, like, a very fancy design for shoulder armor. It's a very, no. you know, it, it's it, it, it's almost like the one of the most generic mecha shoulders I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um not that that's a bad thing, mind you. It looks fine. It's just funny to me because you know a lot yeah. of times with uh, a lot of mobile suits, you get like weird shoulders, some kind of unique thing going on, and these are just no, just, just some pauldrons. Level twelve hunter and wow, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so the forearms though, you've got these chunky forearms. They've got thrusters on them. You've got barrels at the end of the fingers. Uh, very obvious what these are meant to do. These are meant to fly off on their little wires, and you know. Uh, shoot with fingies. This is, is, is this the birth of the NCOM? Um, okay. Now, here's the thing. 
Not really, because these still use a psychomia system. Theoretically, hmm. to use this, you still have to have you still have to be doing new type stuff. Ah, I see. Okay. Yes. So even though, like, that's why you never see like Incom refer to these ones, even though they're wired, like the with the Brabro, the Psychomuzaku, the Zeong, etc. It's more like these are just the almost like very like early sort of primitive types of funnels before you had like the Elmeth, and even the Elmeth, like the bits are gigantic on that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, which is why they're a little weird. So you don't really get like, yeah, it's. Trying to think of the first income that comes up, but I'll think about that later. Well, we'll get to it at some point. Um, but yeah, that the the main separation between this and an income is this doesn't require um th- this requires a psychomia system and being able to use a psychomia system, whereas incomes do not. Um, but yeah, so uh, going on down, you've got pretty normal skirt setup. The center uh, skirt, though. The way it goes around, it actually has thrusters on the bottom of like the crotch area, uh, mm. as well as thrusters implemented into the rear skirt. The legs are relatively normal Zaku legs going off like the silhouette, though the lower leg armor is designed a bit differently. You've got some thrusters on the sides. You still got like a tube, you know, going from the thigh into the calves. Um, some knee armor, pretty standard feet. It's a very, this is, you know, a double 79 uh, MSV, so, you know, not like the most detailed machine ever, which is fine. It's Okawara art, and it's great. It looks it looks good still. Um, the MSV colors for it are fucking wild. I, I, I always love seeing, like, the difference between, like, flat colors on, like, MSV designs, and then you look at the MSV colors, and it's clearly the same art. Like, the lines are the same, but the, the paint job is just so different it's a lot Mm -hmm. this one goes for a very like kind of rusty green color Mm -hmm. puts the number three everywhere yep has the number three on the hands the knees the uh the actual like ball joint of the shoulders half as powerful as i am (laughs) lots of those um and of course you get uh the great uh anrose rosenheim custom which is not really that much of a customize. It's it's basically the MSV colors, but with different decals. Like it has the Marcosius emblem, uh, and it's basically it. It just has a bunch of that added detail because, like I mentioned, very much like GBO two, you get lots of panel lines in uh, missing link. Lots of. Did she not at least get a new battery or something? Uh, well, no mechanical changes because this thing has has issues. Yeah, I was gonna say. So here's the thing. Um. The suit's the suit has some uh, incredibly high energy consumption, and yeah, it can only fight for about ten minutes. Um, so even though it's got these cool finger beams, and that's all it really has for the weapons, but then again, this is the one year war. What the hell war. else do you need? What do you need? <laughs> yeah, this is the one year war. You've got five barrel, you know, beam guns, one in each hand, and the hands are able to fly about. Like, there's not really much you would need at that point. Uh, your enemies are battleships, gyms, and balls. So, you know. So, food, food, and food. Just fuck them <laughs> up. Um, but yeah, so... Um, yeah, that's a pretty fatal flaw, I would say. Um, there are three it's test units, which is... 
what the uh, MSV colors, you know, indicates is that's the third unit, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know if Anaros is is actually like upgraded. Like, obviously, in terms of gameplay, it doesn't shut down after ten minutes, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, neither does the one in uh, in GBO two, obviously, which is not is not hers. It's just a generic one. Well, no, um, we don't know that because in GBO oh, two, matches only last eight minutes. So that's true. I didn't think. I about guess that, that works. That that actually works out. <laughs> I mean, listen, I could I could do it right. I could go into like a training match or something and wait for ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But this is a, you know, this is a cool unit. I like it, uh, personally, quite a bit. Um, I just, it's it's a Zaku with finger beams. What more could you want? <laughs> yeah, it's a shame they never, it's a shame they didn't figure out the, the generator issues on this one. Obviously, you know, later iterations, they kind of get there. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I just, I really like the look of this one. I like the, like, there's something about that green and orange. They're such unusual colors. Like, obviously, we see plenty of green and orange in Gundam, but the particular shades they picked have such an interesting pop to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, like, it's, like, a very, like, teal kind of green, right? Like, it's a green with a lot of blue. Um, Mm -hmm. then you've got, yeah, the bright orange on the thrusters, the arm details. It's a good color. It's... Uh, I'm actually always a little sad that they go more with the MSV colors and things when it appears in games where they kind of, like, darken it. Because I yeah. do like these, like, really bright popping colors for the, like, standard, you know, version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, And, yeah, like, it's just, it's neat. Uh, I like that it has, like, you know, a sort of rectomish skirt with, like, having the thrusters, you know, implemented in the skirt. Um, the, it, it, the, the hands are cool. These hands are the cool. Hands are sick. The finger yeah. beams... Being a fucking space wizard is awesome. It's great. Um, that's and all I, I can also, ever think of with the, the finger beams is it just being a space wizard. I also really like just, like, the way the head is, you know, like, it looks like a next-generation Zaku head. And the way that this ends up, like, this design is to accommodate the, the you know, the, the, the wired arms. Mm-hmm. Um and so it ends up not being car- carried forward in the heritage of Zaku's. It's not like the Zaku 3 carries forward this kind of design or the no. Hyzak or anything. But I feel like in this head, you capture an alternate glimpse of where the Zaku line could have gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely, for sure. Um, the, the antenna add a lot to it, having, like, you know, the eye track on the top of the head. The events do make it just look, like, it, it's just a very striking look. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's a Zaku, but it's, it's a very unique Zaku. You know, there are some Zaku's we will, we, we have talked about even, where it's like, you know, okay, we changed out a couple of parts. This is a very, like, as much as you can tell it's a Zaku, this feels like an upgraded Zaku. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that would be the Psychomia system Zaku. Uh, I guess our first variant, because this is a dead end one I will bring up, is the YMS-06Z Psychomia early test type Zaku. Um, from the Blue Destiny manga. This does not look like a Zaku. No. At all. This actually has, um, a, a fake Efreet head, basically. Um, so, what this is, is, uh, this was designed as, like, another step in the Bishop plan. This is, okay, the Bishop has problems, what if we, uh, upgrade it, and, you know, we, we fix it up. So they what they did was instead of having 
like it, it's weird because the arms still have thrusters, right? But it doesn't use wired arms. What? It doesn't. Uh, if you look at the backpack, it actually has two giant wired bits on the backpack. Then why does it have those on the arms? Uh, for thrusting in different directions, I guess. But that's not. I mean, I know you know this, right? But just to say the the quiet part out loud, part of the reason you don't tend to put like verniers and stuff on arms is they're not as well reinforced and attached to the frame as the legs are. Yeah, that's fair. It's a it's, bad idea. It's a weird place to put verniers like that. Um, not to mention like, also should note. Uh, okay, so we'll we'll go through the design real quick. So I mentioned the head. The head is like a sort of. It's kind of a fake Efreet head, though, like, the actual, like, shape around the mono-eye reminds me kind of of the Dom. Um, yeah. As yeah. a very square antenna. Uh, the torso, it has, you know, thrusters on either side. It's... I, I'm trying to see if it's based on anything in particular. It's a weird torso, because if you look at the torso and then you look at the skirts, you actually see it's all one thing. Yeah, it if doesn't look at the really skirts, narrow down. Yeah, the, the side skirts and the torso, like, go up into the torso, uh, as does, like, the front, like, crotch area armor. Like, it's it's a really weird, like, one-piece thing happening here. Um, and you've got tubes going on. Uh, the shoulders are sort of similar to the bishop's rounded shoulders, though you have a vernier added into the middle of them to break them up. Uh, the arms are, you know, very normal arms, up until you realize, wait, those lower arms don't disconnect. And they've been the the lower arms look funny funny because they've made them smaller but not like as small as they should be really so like the hands look very tiny on these um it's just a very strange just a strange looking design to me um as you go down to the legs you've got the weirdest uh cable happening to the crotch area as well yeah yeah um like it it goes from the crotch into the legs but like the front of the legs which mm -hmm. feels like a bad place given that these are rotating legs um as you move down you've got you know more tubes you've got thrusters set up on the lower leg and actually the lower legs are basically all thruster you can if you look at the bottom of the foot there's not feet it does a better job of hiding it than another friend we're going to be talking about soon but these are just rocket legs so where does this fit in? What is... Is this before? This is after. The bishop? This is after the bishop. This is supposed to be... Well, mm, no, because this says it was developed as the preliminary step, but also it mentions that this was... Oh, no, I misread. This is developed from... I guess this is before? What? No. I'm, I mean, that makes sense because it seems obviously inferior. <laughs> I mean, it does in some ways, but it, using the backpack, but it's more that, why did they think to put the rockets on the arms already? Like, I figured that was, oh, we upgraded a bishop and we left some of the parts intact. So, you know, even though the arms don't disconnect, we left the thrusters on. Because uh, that would make well, more sense to me than this, which is just this came before and it just has arm thrusters. Well, if it's if it's an early test type, then like okay, they're like, hey, we want to put the the lasers on the hands, and they get halfway into doing that, and they're like, oh, we're just not there yet. See, the thing is, like, then you have like the two backpack bits. Um, mm -hmm. I guess it would have less firepower. What a weird suit. <laughs> yeah, 
Very, very strange. Then again, a lot of things in the Blue Destiny manga are weird. Unlike a lot of the Blue Destiny manga things also, this is actually an Okawara design. Um, hmm. Very, very apparently an Okawara design. Yeah, um, I guess that's true. But yeah, it's it's strange. Um, Well, you know why I also thought this came later? It's because we're going to talk about the MSN01 Cyclone test, test yeah. high mobility type Zaku, which this seems to have similar design cues, right? So that's why I was thinking, yeah. oh, this was developed in tandem with that, but no, I guess well, not. <laughs> so I guess I guess the way this goes is they build this one, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, these these concepts work. Let's make them into the proper Saikamu system Zaku. And then they're like, this did not work. Let's yeah. back up and try a different approach. Yeah. So the Saikamu test Saikamu test high mobility type Zaku two long name. Uh huh is the next suit in the line. This is yet another prototype. It's another weird one. But looking at it, uh, you can tell uh, some some alterations have been made. So, the head is actually pretty much the same as is the, um, the upper torso and the shoulders. Like, they're pretty... S- the upper torso, the segments are a little different and the lining is different, but it's basically, you know, the thrusters on the front. Um... Even to be clear, the, same as the bishop, not, same as, as, the, the bishop. Uh, yeah, not as the YMS uh, early test. Yeah, no one cares about that thing, and we're done with it. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, the backpack is a similar setup to the Saikomu system Zaku, though it has some additional tanks on it. Um, but otherwise, it, like the upper body of this is the same, even the arms and the shoulders and everything. Like uh, The main thing that's different is the colors. This is white with red stripes, just like the... Uh, the the one we are no longer speaking of um but yeah so that's where it's like similar to the bishop is the upper half then you hit the lower half and everything goes a little funky hey dylan Uh, yeah have we covered this before have we i think we might have covered it when we talked about the zaku did we well we're talking about it again so whatever yeah it's fine i was just like wait i feel like we've done this before Well, we had to have talked about the bishop then. Whatever, that's an old episode. I, don't, I, think, I think we didn't do the bishop. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you keep talking. I'm going to pull this up. I'm just curious. Yeah. Um. So the skirts are pretty similar. You still got like that, you know, this the rear skirts having the thrusters, the skirt, like the crotch area in the middle having thrusters. The legs. The legs aren't legs. These are two lower halves of a spaceship from a different show. Like... The, they're so detailed and greebly that they 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 look they don't they, they they look like they came out of something else. I love them, by the way, for this. But like, they basically they don't really have knees, or even like like depending on the art you're looking at, even the thigh section doesn't look right. Like it just looks like a singular, just a a singular structure jutting downward. Um, you, yeah, you were right. We we talked about both uh, this one and the bishop. Yeah, well, yeah, they can well. deal with it. Um, <laughs> there is a tiny bit of knee movement, as we see in like a couple of cases where this has actually shown up in things, like video games and whatnot. But it's not a lot. It does not have a lot of knee movement. It's like a no. little bit of lateral movement. Uh, the lower part of that structure is just four rockets and then four little like landing struts, basically. Um, that's it, basically. Oh, and I should note, 
the legs are attached to one another too. So them having like them having that separation of the thigh is very funny because if you look in the middle, you realize, oh wait, these are attached on the lower half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I guess they have they they managed to make it so one, it didn't die in uh ten minutes, and two, uh, now it's fast because it has fucking rockets strapped to it, like not normal thrusters. These are just rockets. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it is not taking the term high mobility lightly. Not at all. Um, it's very strange. Um, I love it. It's great. Um, uh, one of the many winners of polls where Bandai has not followed through. Yeah. Uh, because I've, I've desperately wanted them to make a new version of this because this had like an old MSV model. I've wanted a new version of this so bad for so long and I know that they did, like, a poll at some point, and it won a poll for, like, ah, what MSV would you like to see get a model kit? And it was, like, number one, and they still haven't done that. Bandai, listen to the people. They will buy this just money on the table, and you're not taking it. Anyway. Yeah, 2017. November 2017. Oh, God. Yeah, like, this thing rules. Um, the, 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 the white with the red stripes and all the lining... Uh, just makes it feel so weird for a mobile suit. This feels like it's, it feels like an old like seventies or eighties like sci-fi like thing that wouldn't be a giant robot almost if like the upper half didn't exist. Like mm-hmm. like just the detailing on it just makes it feel really weird and unique. I think. Um, I li- I like this thing. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, and it's still got the laser fingers, so the beam fingers, I should say. Lasers what more could you want? Exactly. Um, so from here, we have uh, one variant we will not talk about because we can talk about that during a different episode. And then mm. we have the Zeong. Yes. The Zeong. This thing fucking rules. This it is looks... a very cool mobile suit. It n- never has something that looks so silly ever have been so intimidating is the thing. Because that's what I like about the Zeong. You look at this at a glance, you look at its art, and you're like, wow, this looks kind of doofy. Like, the head's got, like, this weird, like, antler setup with, like, these weird little ear thrusters. It's got, you know, that big mouth beam uh, with the mono-eye. The mono-eye makes it look sad because of, like, the way it goes down. Um, But, you know, like, it looks a little silly, and then you see it fighting the Gundam, and it's intimidating. Because, well, one, it's huge. Like, the upper half... Like, so this is half of a mobile suit, basically, because it doesn't have legs. It doesn't need them. Um, and yet, like, it outsizes in being, you know, only, like, quote-unquote half a mobile suit. Outsizes most one-year war suits. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a Like, quite point. a bit. Um, and it's great. Um, so... I already mentioned the head. You go down. The torso is very simple. It is just four thrusters that are pointing downward that are all, you know, on the front and the back. Very simple design there. Um, As you move down, you've got a big skirt with no legs. All that's under there are thrusters. Uh, The front of the skirts there on the little black strip, you do have two uh, beam cannons in forward. Um... You go to the shoulders, you've got some very understated pauldrons with 
like a, 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 a simple upper arm that has a lot of mechanical bits connecting to the lower arm. Like, they, like you know, they mentioned, like, you, when, when you focused on, oh, it's not finished, a lot of people mentioned, like, oh, well, it doesn't have legs. But also, like, it's weird because the arms also are just, like, a bunch of exposed machinery on the upper arms. Yeah, it doesn't have completed uh, arm armor. And then the lower arms are, you know, classic finger beams. Um, the thrusters are a bit more refined looking than the ones on the uh, Saikomizaku. Instead of, like, being, like, the normal verniers, like, sticking out, you've got, like, just engines inside of a yellow housing. Uh, which I think looks pretty cool. Um, yeah. And this thing's great. So, um, I mentioned the finger beams. I mentioned the waist cannon. Um, it also has a mega particle cannon in the head as well, uh, in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the other thing to note, um, even though the cockpit does have an opening front part of the torso, uh, it also has an opening in the back of the head, and where Shark pilots it is actually from the head. Um, now, now that I'm looking at the actual mechanical details, I never actually wondered about that, but it does mention that apparently normal pilots could pilot it by basically having a pilot in the torso and a gunner in the head. Oh. There is a traversal tube that connects the torso and the head, so you can move between the two. Um, but yeah, a single new type, though, can fully operate the Xeon from either one of the cockpits. But there's no reason to do it from the torso, because the head is sort of the, like, combination. Like, it's it's like the armed escape pod. Yes. The head can detach from the body, basically, and uh, that's why it has little thrusters on the head. Um, mm-hmm. And it also has the head beam, so that it actually has a little bit more defense than, you know, your average core fighter. Um, yeah, this is a cool machine, though. Like I said, so you look at that, like, production art, and it looks a little goofy, but when you're watching it in the show, you get, like, the, the great scene of it, like popping up in front of the Gundam where the colors do the, you know, like, the thing where all the color gets, like, drained and turns blue. Um, and it just is towering over the Gundam looking menacing. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I love this machine. It's Um, really good. It's just really cool looking. Like, it's simple. Doesn't have, like, anything too fancy going on with it, but it doesn't need anything too fancy going on with it. It's got finger beams, it's got, like, the little chest cannon, it's got the mouth cannon. It looks mean. Um, and I love how, like, over time, this is, like, one of those designs that I feel like when they make it more detailed later on, it's still really good. Like, you look at the real grade, and it just looks great, because they they can't really change things on it. Like, it, it looks like the Xeon. Even with all the extra detail, uh, it's still the Xeon. You can't, it, it just, it will never not be the Xeon, and that's a mm-hmm. good thing. Um, I love how, uh... According to the wiki, this is from Journey to Jaburo. Um, how is just even bigger here? Uh, hold on. Let me link it real quick. Look at how big it looks here. I love this shot. I- I'm glad that the game <laughs> felt the need. I'm glad the game felt the need to like redo this shot. Um, but yeah. So you know, just like the others, besides the main mobile body being very armed already by having the waist cannons and the head cannon. Uh, and, you know, the head obviously can rotate, so you can use it like that. Um, it has the hand beams, and these are not, like, weak little beams. Like, when we see it deployed at Eboku, we have, like, it firing, like, the fingers and, like, a couple of them hitting the ships and just blowing up, like, you know, various, like, Salamis and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's great. It's strong. <laughs> um, like, it's it's great. Um, Armament-wise, it's worth noting, this has been true for all three of the, well, I guess all four of the models we've talked about so far. Zero melee options. Yeah, no melee options. Don't eat them. Um, mm -hmm. though, though, if Extreme Versus is to be believed, you can simply just throw your wired punches. Um, I <laughs> yeah, love, rocket I, punch. I love that. I love the, those silly rocket punches. Um, but yeah, no, it doesn't really need them, though. Because if mm -hmm. anything gets close, it's got the mouth beam and it's got the waist beam. And honestly, given how much thrusters it has, the expectation is probably things aren't even going to get close to begin with. No, I mean, the the collection of, of those those, like... I assume that it's a combination of verniers and like the rocket verniers, like the like the high mobility Saikamu. Um, but the collection of 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 thrust underneath that little waist skirt is unreal. Like especially you get the sense building the RG, you're like, good god. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love them. The RGs is great because they're so fucking detailed on the yeah. RG too. It's it's just fun build. Mm -hmm. Again, advertising for Bandai. Pay me money. Pay me or pay me in model kits at least, Bandai. Anyway, uh, we'll never get a sponsorship like that. But, no, but no. I can I can still wish. Uh, but yeah, um, it's just a cool mobile suit. Um, Do you want to talk about the other predecessor uh, that we skipped over? Oh, um, oh, the, the Kikaroga. Yeah, yeah, Kikaroga is weird. Okay, we we can it bring it up. Um, so we we did skip out on the Kikaroga. The Kikaroga is... I can't even remember what it's originally from. I know it pops up in, like, G-Gen. Um, and I know, like, it gets mentioned as being, like, one of those things that exists in the original draft for Gundam. Mm -hmm. um, though, of course, I always take, like, you know, a bit of caution with that. But basically, in G-Gen, what this is, is a more... A, a, a little bit more of a normal mobile suit-sized Zeong. So it has, mm -hmm. like, legs and stuff. Still has the finger beams, but also it has two giant shoulder cannons. And and his head is different. I mean, it almost feels like a, sort of like a Gelgoog Zeong to me. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, yeah, the head is like very Gelgoogish. It's got a lot more like normal. Um, it's got a lot more like normal Zeon things that you would expect there, like the full leg shape and everything. Um. Do hate that the Gundam Wiki is using fan art for the primary picture though. That that card is fan art, which always get bugged when they do that. But whatever. Uh, I mean, I, I I find it hard to blame them in this instance because there's so little art of this thing. That's true. Uh, we have the G Gen art, like the G Gen render there, and then we have uh, I believe this is from a tabletop game or something, uh, where you have like the the different units, and I do like that it actually like has the arms and the cannons separated uh, there. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the, so this is basically like a weird standing Zeong with, uh, it, it's got like big thrusters in the shoulders. It's got the big cannons and that's basically it. It's just, it's a more orthodox Zeong, which in that way makes me mad, even though I don't actually hate the design itself. Right. But mm -hmm. I, I don't want a more orthodox Zeong. We're going to get to why I think that's bad in, in a, in a second. We talked about some other variants too, but mm -hmm. Um, like it's I it, know, it's I, <sighs> I kind of like this. I think it's inferior to the Zeong, but I kind of like this as like um, I, I like the fact that this has never been made. Right? 
Yeah. I like this as another prototype, like, design dock they had for the Zeong. I think in that, <laughs> is that role, it's cool. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and you do, you do get a lot of those, um, where it's just like, yeah, this thing, you look at it and you're like, well, that's always the nature with, like, side things like this, too. Especially this, right? If this is, in fact, from, like, some, like, does like animation design dock and then just appeared in, like, G-Gen and that's it, like, this is definitely one of those things that's just like, oh, this is a cool idea that existed and I'm glad it, like, got to appear in something. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I'm glad it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I do love that it's like, oh, it solved the problem that the uh, Saikomizakus had, which was the Saikomizakus didn't have close range weapons, whereas this has shoulder cannons. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's not. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. I guess we we said a similar thing with the Xeon, but I, I feel like the waist beams and the head beam are a little bit more useful in close combat than shoulder beams, just because yeah. of the location. The, I also like that it mentions that they're firelinked, but like in the in the, at least that fan art and uh, sometimes like even in some of the game stuff, the arms are not facing the same direction. So if you want to fire one, you have to fire both. So I just imagine like firing it in an emergency without the arms being straightened and just having beams go off in two different directions. It's just funny looking to me for some reason, like thinking about that. It's the this this mobile suit is the the Texan sh- like shooting himself in the in the dick with the gun in his waistband. God. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So we have the Kikaroga weird unit. Um, I know that like there's a couple people I know who have gotten really into, like, trying to research things on the Kikaroga because it's one of those things tied to, like, First Gundam's, you know, unknown history. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was it was the original... One of the original plans for Char's... Not necessarily final suit, but one of final one of Char's suits. Yep. Alright. Now we have a whole bunch of Zeong variants. Um, we'll start with s- s- normal normal things that people know. First, there's the perfect Xeon. And I hate this. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Okay, yeah. Alright. So, here's the perfect Xeon. What we have done is we have given it legs. Making this reach its full size of being like, what is it, like 32 meters or something? 30 meters. Um, You know, sure. The problem is, here's the problem. The Xeon is unique because of its shape. And yet, and also, this is just doing a less cool Psycho Gundam now. I just, I don't care for it. Um, the completed unit does add; it, it has optional armor for the for uh, for the uh, upper arm as well as the leg. Uh, sometimes it is displayed without having the thigh armor to match, like not having the upper arm armor. There's actually mm-hmm. an interesting Okawara picture where it's half and half, which is really strange. Like the left half has the armor, and the right half doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, basically this adds legs. That's what it does. Um, in Playmo Kiyoshiro, which this also appears in as a rival to the Perfect Gundam, I think that's also where it gets its name because yeah, it's mentions before that it was just referred to as a cl- completed Zion, but now it's the Perfect. Um, in Playmo Kiyoshiro, it has a handmade physical blade, just an actual ass sword. Oh, sure. Uh, that's it. Anyway. No one cares I mean, does about this, this thing. Capability-wise, does this... I mean, I imagine it probably has a little bit of extra thrust, and it probably has better, like, auto-balancing. 
but does it add any capabilities? Are the generators better? Is there any reason um, at all for this? So here's the thing. It has a, it has reduced acceleration. It is more agile through improved and back, though. Um, mm-hmm. It also makes it impossible to fit it into a ship, though. So basically <laughs> it just feels like a net negative having the legs on this, honestly, other than like the back. The main thing that is funny with it is I think about the uh, one Xeon ending in... Um, Giren's ambition, uh, where we do witness uh, the perfect Xeon using its giant feet to crush a Gundam, <laughs> which is kind of fun. I mean, that's all right, but, but you know, otherwise, I'm... no, it doesn't really add much to it. I think it just patently looks worse. Um, it's just a. Uh, it's supposed to be like the link to like the Psycho Gundam, maybe. Maybe, but I mean, the idea of it getting uh... being like carried underneath feels very. Yeah, I, don't know. I could see that, but. Eh. So, uh, while there is an upgrade to this, I'm going to save it for a moment. Um, well, nah, you know what? Let's talk about the Perfect Xeong Mark II. Fuck it. Yeah, why not? It'll be quick. It's from Playmo Kiyoshiro. Uh, this matches the aesthetic of a lot of things in Playmo Kiyoshiro a bit more in that it's fucking ridiculous. The (laughs) head antenna have extended. It has two added ones on the back. Uh, it's gotten these giant pointy shoulders and a trident of some fashion. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Uh, the color scheme has been changed. It's got a bunch of wires going into its feet. What a oh, can I can, can I get to say this one? Yeah, sure. So it's got its like its its rocket loaded like skirt, and then its ankles also have skirts. <laughs> oh right! What? Oh my god! What a weird thing. Playboy Kiyoshiro, strange, strange thing. But uh, yeah, sure. Perfect Xeon Mark Two. All right, another weird unit. This is a video game-based one. This is the MSN-02R Xeong High Mobility Type. This is in the Giren's Ambition PS2 game, uh, the 3D one that I quite like as well. Um, The game, that is. This is a weird upgrade, though. So the High Mobility Xeong basically is, we took the Xeong and we gave it a backpack and more back thrusters. So it just gets, like, this weird set of backbinders. Um... They do also contain a weapon. They have plasma leaders in them, like the Adzam leaders. Oh, shit. So, yeah, the, the, it can pop open those, like, backpacks, uh, the backpack parts, and then, like, shoot out, like, plasma leaders um, and, you know, use those. Which, you know, that's that's kind of neat. But um, otherwise, this is just like a Zeong where they, they gave it some extra, like, thrusters on the top of the skirt. And then you've got a just it's it's a Xeong with a backpack. I mean, I think it looks cool. I don't really understand what problems it's addressing. No, it's just more. Well, here's what it mentions. It does mention actually that this is supposed to be an upgrade, uh, a space-based upgrade for the perfect Xeong, because the perfect Xeong mm. could actually be used on Earth theoretically, whereas this is a space use only. Because the legs are a hindrance in space combat. I see, and maybe with the extra backpack unit, the weight is shifted such that it's less imbalanced. It's it's more more naturally balanced. Yeah, I guess this thing would have more acceleration it can do in a single direction. Because that's the other thing. The Xeon kind of relies on all of its thrusters pointing downward. It's another reason why the Monowai is able to pop directly upward in the head. Because it, it, when it is flying directly at something, it is literally launching itself like a fucking missile uh, yeah. normally. So this gives it a bit more, like, you know, 
like the it allows it to thrust a little differently. Um, mm-hmm. and the, I mean, I guess adding plasma leaders is all right. It's weird, but you know, um, the plasma leaders actually. Now that I think about them, looking at them, they they actually remind me more of like the Valwaro ones rather than the uh, Adzam ones. But it's you know same idea. I have mm-hmm. big electric thingy I shoot out. <laughs> um, screw up screw up a mobile suit by electrocuting it a whole lot. Um. Mm-hmm. Now, what I kind of wish they did, I wish they did a perfect Xeon high mobility type because it'd be funny <laughs> seeing. Like, I wonder if having the legs and the backpack would make me actually like the leg one. Maybe the the thing about the backpack that weirds me out though is these feel like parts that were made later because you look at the Xeon and it's the normalized Xeon, and you look at the backpack and these are like detailed backpack pieces. And yeah, so, the the backpack pieces look very Zeta Gundam era. Yeah, they look a little better on if you look in like the additional images, the B Club conversion kit because uh, B Club Bandai Club used to do conversion kits like that you can buy uh, for various models. Like they weren't official Bandai models, but they were you know allowed to do them because it's an internal Bandai Club uh, that mm-hmm. would do resin parts. And because they made it match the model there, and I do kind of like that. Like you know, it's less detailed on the wings or the little binders. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they're just really strange because. You know, you look at the picture of it, though, from the game, and it's just, like, these very detailed Zeta, yeah, Zeta, double Zeta era, like, wing binders put onto a normal Azeon. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, clearly need to add the legs as well. I I think this is perfect as is. If I was to pilot any Zeon... Well, no, it's a high-mobility like type. We've already talked about perfect. I know, but I, if I was to pilot <laughs> any of sorry. these... I had a I would, dumb joke. Yeah, it's, it's fair. You did trip me up good, pretty good there. But this is this is the one I would choose. This is my weapon of choice of the Zeon fam Zeong family. That's fair. Um I I will say, so this is like the actual Gundam War card, and you can tell just because like it doesn't have the phrase sample on it. That's how you know mm-hmm. the ones that are real and the ones that aren't. Because people there's one fan artist that does a bunch of fan art ones, and for whatever reason people are annoying and they upload those to the wiki. Um, but this is like the actual card. Uh, and mm-hmm. this is, I, I like this art because I like how it reinterprets the Zeong's like proportions there. It's very funny looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, finger beams, plasma leaders, more, you know, more thrusters. What more do you need? Well, there might be other things you need. Uh, so, uh, we're getting into a section where we're going to be talking about some future stuff. So just throwing that ahead of time. Because our first one is still going to be UC related. It's the perfect Xeon from Thunderbolt. This is your secondary spoiler warning before we head into discussion about Thunderbolt, Build Fighters, and Crossbone Coast. Yep, so spoiler warning right there. But here Uh, we go. Thunderbolt perfect Xeon. What a weird fucking unit. Like, the Xeon already looks real weird in Thunderbolt. Like, it, there is, like, a Xeon, like, a bunch of Xeons that appear at the end of Thunderbolt that are on an assembly line. I don't know why, but that's just a shot that comes from, you know, Thunderbolt is, oh, they have an assembly line of Xeons, like, they were going to mass produce these. Um, and I guess there's also a perfect Xeon that appears in the manga at some point. Um, and what it is, is... Unlike the normal perfect Xeong, which adds legs, this Xeong adds... So, the proportions and stuff, I think those are just the same as the normal Thunderbolt Xeong. 
it's just you hit the skirts and you realize, oh, they've added a whole section of armor, a whole bunch of sections of armor to the skirts. And then you've got three massive propellant tanks sticking out of the bottoms. Um, I mean, I'll accept this over the normal perfect Xeong. It's fucking weird looking, though. <laughs> I don't understand. Again, what problem is this addressing? Uh, long-range space travel from when you need to get to Abo Aku to Jupiter. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. It's a weird one. It's very strange. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it is emblematic to me of my problems with Thunderbolt's design aesthetic, where they're just like, what giant shit can we bolt on to existing designs? Yeah. And this one's very much endemic of that. Like, just a perfect example. Just, it's the same Xeong, but we put three extra thrust giant thrusters on the bottom half of it. Um, yeah, it also requires two pilots to control it. I wonder why. Well, it's they, also probably because neither of them are new types. Oh, that's true. That's true, I didn't think about that. Oh, it's piloted by EO, and I don't know who Lily is, because I haven't really read the, uh, I haven't read the manga. Um. A lady. But, she a lady. She a lady. Wait, why is it pi- He's Federation. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm assuming because they took Abo Aku. Oh, yeah, this is a Federation retrofit. That's funny. Yeah, this isn't Earth Federation. This isn't the Zeon. Uh, this isn't Zeon's fault. The Earth Federation took the Zeon and did this. They saw the blueprints for the perfect Zeon and said, no, this is perfect. Just jam three propellant tanks <laughs> and some extra armor. God. Uh, yeah, okay, so this is a Federation one. I, I do like that in its pose, like the fixed color pose there, it's actually the exact same pose as the manga. <laughs> Just minus some of the lining detail and, like, the thrust coming mm-hmm. out. Um, I'm curious how this gets used. Do they take it from one base to another? Is that why? Like, that's the only thing, like, that kind of propellant tank, all that reads to me is long-range space travel as opposed to, like, in battle. You know, like propellant tanks that are smaller, sure. These aren't small. These are taller than the mobile suit itself. And there's three of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, big. I'm not seeing any reports on his on his page as to what exactly. Like, there's no mention on EO Fleming's Gundam Wiki page of, of this machine or his encounter with it. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well... Uh, alright. And then we have two build Zeons to talk about. Uh, these are from Build Fighters Original. I wish either of these got a model, because I do like these. You have this, the... Uh, I'll mention them in order of appearance. The first one we see is the MSN-02MR Hell Zeong Marine. Mm-hmm. And this is a Zeong meant for underwater. Um, this is a, a weird Zeong, because what they have done is... Okay. The head has been customized, so the horns are a little different. Uh, the shoulders have been made a bit more pointy, given a bit more detail. And the hands, instead of having like the normal launch claws, have... I think they're still launchable, uh, the hands, but they have heat claws. Um, because like, they still have the thrusters on them, so I have to imagine they can still launch even though we don't see that. But yeah, it has claws on the hand, which kind of makes sense because it's underwater, right? So Sure. 
Sure, and also, um, I mean, you know, I don't think giving it a melee weapon is, like, a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, the other thing it adds is, um, if you look at the bottom of it, uh, you have three tentacles, like, claw tentacles, uh, they end in claws, um, and then they have mega particle guns at the end. They're very much, like, Zeong-ish, or, like, other, you know, they're, they're obviously drawing from, like, you know, various marine-type, uh, Zeon suits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those, you know, are able to grab things, move around a little. You can see that they have joints. Uh, and then all of the thrusters have had heat rods put in place of them. Like, uh, Agagai-style ones. Like, just the weird little tentacle arms. Um, this is a weird now, suit, but I kind of love it. I don't know. Like I a... don't... I never like the, like, the tentacle look in a mobile suit. That's fair. I just think it's, like, a weird, cool underwater Zeon, though. I think I think mm-hmm. it's a neat idea. Um, besides that, uh, you know, and when it shows up, it does a little bit of aquatic combat. It does what you expect, you know, it attacks with its claws. It doesn't display any special systems other than that. There's also the Hellzeon Galaxy, used by the same character, who is, uh, you know, part of the Gunpla Mafia, I should note, just because that's a yes, funny thing to mention. Um, uh... So this one, the the Hellzeon Galaxy goes back to a standard Zeon head. Um, still has the altered shoulders, but has um, normal Zeon hands. And instead of putting thrusters, this guy insisting on his claw arms has given it legs that are arms. And I think this is also better than the perfect Zeon still, though, because this is funny. Um, this Yeah, this is funny. Yeah. There's a pair of claw arms with uh, guns. The, the, the clawed ends can uh, also... You can even see that they have the same structure as like the arms. They can fly off and, you know, grapple or shoot uh, from a distance. Mm-hmm. And of course, it still has the mouth and the waist particle guns. Um, yeah. This is fun. It, it's, it's able to do an all-range attack with all four of its limbs. So that's cool. And, you know, I, I like these... I like the purple and red color scheme on it. Um... Otherwise, wish they actually did models of these, because <laughs> um, they're kind of cool. But you know, they're 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 what they are. They are a they are a weird customized Zeong for space and a weird customized Zeong for water. Um, and they both get chumped pretty hard. Well, mm-hmm. the the marine one gets to do a bit more. Uh, I think the marine one shows up first, and it actually does like screw things over when it appears. It does some bad things. But the uh, the Hellzeon Galaxy, it just gets beat. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Just gets, just gets kind of chumped out. But it's, you know, it's a neat custom, though. It's just one of the many neat customs that you get in the background of the shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, and that's everything you could ever want to know about the Zeon, I think. <laughs> or yeah, all, I, all related I, suits and stuff. Everything you could ever want to know. But it's time for some information you didn't want to know. Oh. Let's talk about the ZMGE-03 Zong. ZMGE-03? Obviously, this is from Crossbone Gundam Ghost. Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, no! What have you done? (laughs) I almost ended it! I almost ended it! (laughs) Alright, let's look at this fucking thing. Uh, The head is ugly as shit. Uh, just absolute shithead. 
Uh, given the way that this is drawn, I'm assuming this is supposed to be chrome throughout. Um, bad antenna, not as cool. Go down to the torso. Oh, look, we've got a fucking 1950s pulp-looking version of the Xeon, which is already, like, a very pulpy-looking mecha to begin with. Um, I, I hate this. I hate the shininess. I hate the shading. Because I, I just don't like the way that this chrome is being drawn. Um, you've got giant mitten hands with little tiny thumbs. Um, those are kind of cute, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. you've got waist guns, but the waist guns have four barrels. Uh, and at the bottom, what's going on with the thrusters on the bottom? Don't worry about it. Is that, those, those are still thrusters, right? Yeah, I, I guess so. they are. Okay, so it has mega particle guns in the hands with five fingers. They also can turn into beam sabers, uh, which, as the wiki says, this is an improvement over the Xeon, which has no close combat weapons of its own. Fuck off. Um, I mean, that's a good idea. I mean, it's a good idea. I'm just saying in, saying it in this article, though. Fuck off. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, oh, okay. I, I, like that, I like that the thumbs can't. The other ones can turn into beam sabers, but the thumbs can't. Oh, you know what? There are, are other Xeon variants, too, that I need to talk about that, for whatever reason, are not linked. Well, you know what? I bet if I look at the wiki... No, it doesn't have the great Xeong and stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll have to show you those, too. Okay, I don't know what these are. This is this is exciting for me. Yeah. Uh, this one I didn't catch either, but I just realized it's because I was looking at developed from and into... Oh, this is golden! Uh, going off one of the fan arts that someone decided to link there in the picture. Oh, this is a golden Xeong. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Okay, yeah, it's gold with like some like like dark blue, almost black. This looks like, like Oikaki fan art because it looks like when I say Oikaki, it reminds me of like you know like the old MS Paint drawn fan art because you can see like the the way the lines are and stuff. Um, but I'm assuming it's right about the color uh, in making it gold. Uh, I guess this is used by the Zanskare Empire also. Which what the fuck? Sure, why not? Oh, yeah, because it's also oh. in Mobile Suit Victory Gundam Outside Story. Oh, no. This, Hasegawa's put this in a couple of things. He likes this design. Fuck. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Oh, fuck off, Hasegawa. Anyway, uh, this can do a thing. This is actually what reminded me of the, the other Xeon variant we need to talk about. Uh, it can separate the arms and the, the lower half. It can, like, separate its whole body, basically. Um, uh, to what? End? Uh, yes. Can separate out the whole body. It's fine. No, but like, but why? Because. Okay. Uh, apparently it can also do illusions. Well, that's oh, that's, th that's not, not what pilot it can do. that that's does it. Pilot can do. Scale Sarpri, yeah. Sarpris, Sarpri has the ability to emit fault psycho waves. Which create endless illusions of the Zong attacking. What the fuck? Hasegawa. Okay. Hasegacha. Anyway, don't worry. Uh, I guess uh, our good friend Grace Stoke, Judo Ashta, uses the gump to reveal <laughs> the true Zong by showing the uh, by showing that it has a shadow. Oh, you know, Grace Stoke and the gump. Grace Stoke and the gump. <laughs> I love that book. Uh, Classic uh, children's story. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Besides this, we also have... Oh, there's actually two other variants, and neither of these were linked. Uh, 
first one, a uh, very quick one to talk about. Um, this is no model number, just the Grand Zeong. It appears in Mobile Suit Gundam and UC-99 Moon Crisis, uh, which is a weird magazine. It's from MS Saga, which is a magazine that uh, this ran from 1993 to 1994. Dengeki ran it in 97 to 98. Um, it is set in the same timeline as Outer Gundam and Mobile Suit Gundam Rion, which are also weird as fuck. Old this side thing stories. looks sick! Yeah, no, this thing's kind of cool because it has, like, shoulders. Oh, so, okay. The head does not really look like a Zeong head. It's just, like, a weird... I, I assume it's still a mono-eye going off the glow there. Um, But, like, it's got, like, these like this weird sweat back, like, you know, ears, kind of, is how I would describe them, or horns. Um, you got this huge, bulky torso. Uh, the huge, bulky torso has two normal arms coming out of it that... The armor kind of reminds me more of, like, the Sazabi or something on those arms. Um, and then the shoulders are giant units housing two more huge claw arms. Uh, I mean, this thing looks cool. I wish we had more pictures of it than just the one. It looks like it has... The arms there remind me of the, um... Ray's Teuton. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's it's pretty neat. I do like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just sad that, uh, you know, no other information about it. It's just, this exists in Moon Crisis, and it is manufactured by Neo Zeon, yeah, Neo Zeon, and Novelle Ayug. What is the Novelle Ayug? I want to know what the Novelle Ayug is. I can't tell you that. Wait, it says Neo Zeon and Novell AU are the same organization, according to this page. Well, I what? mean, that would probably be the new AU. Yeah, well, Novell is like new, it, yeah, because I know like the yeah. Novell GM3 is new GM3. But it's just weird to me that you have the no Novell AU and Neo Zeon together. I want to know what Moon Crisis is about now. <laughs> Does the author. So, this could be one of two things. Either. The author can have some understanding of the Federation being bad, or the author has decided that the AU are also enemies, and we need to besmirch their name and attach them to uh, other bad uh, original characters I made up. I don't think that's what... I don't I don't know. I don't know what the story is, so I can't say either way. Hard to say. Anyway, um, yeah. And then we have the MSN 03-2 Great Zeon. This is a weird friend. This is from the G-Gen games. This is a variant of the Zeong that... Okay, so... This is a Zeong Kshatriya. Kind of, yes. So, I'm gonna... I'm gonna show another picture of it, uh, because that, that line art there was... It's, like, colored based on test art, but it's actually not what it ends up looking like in the game, really. Uh, oh, that's cool. <laughs> this thing's pretty neat. Uh, so, this is a... This is a weird thing. Okay. So, the head is a Zeong head, but the antenna have kind of, like, swept back. They're, again, more, like, weird, like, flat ear antenna. Um, the torso is massive and has a central gun on it, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, the arms, uh, are still, like... The, the hands are still beam fingers um, that can pop off. 
Uh, the scale of the hands compared to the rest of the mobile suit, because com- it seems like this has been shrunk down quite a bit. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, it doesn't help that again we also have like it it appears in SD things, which makes it like oh sure that throws off the scale. Throws off, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why like both the arts I sent like even the scale of the arts looks weird. But basically, it has like Xiong hands, and they can launch. I don't think they're wired anymore. No, they're not wired anymore. Um. So what uh, are they're just they're just uh Psychomu now? They yeah, they're just wires. Yeah, they're just like weird Psychomu hands, I think. Because uh, mm. if you if you look at the one art I linked, you can you can see there's no wire coming out of the arm there. It's just there's fingers flying and shooting. That's um, true. Which that's cool. I yeah. Know. Just, just hands flying around. More, more space wizard shenanigans happening. Um, the shoulders are gigantic binders. Uh, very Queen Mansa-ish. Um, the uh, shoulder binders each have anti-ship missiles that are large and made for destroying, like you know, battleships basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, also, it still has a, a mega particle gun in the face. Uh, as expected of a Xeong, needs to have the little mouth beam. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, besides these like big spiky cool shoulders, uh, as you move down, you go to the waist. The waist actually has four beam guns aimed forward: two two small mega particle guns, two large ones. Um, you also have, as you move down the leg, you actually have. Uh, it mentions mega particle guns on the leg. I'm curious where those are. They might be on the bottom of the feet, actually. Hmm. Uh, and the feet are claws. They they are heat claws. Now here's the thing: this can separate as well, much like the other crap thing we talked about. But this is way cooler. <laughs> uh, it can separate into a total of seven bits. Uh, so basically, uh, the head, uh, I believe it's head, torso, either arm, either leg. So that would be what. Head, torso. That'd be six. Arm. Like, uh, I'm curious what the seven is. Hold on, maybe, maybe the waist and the torso are separate too. I have to look at the animation in game now because uh, we don't really have art of this, unfortunately. Um, let's see. Uh, this thing's cool well, looking though. I love it. Okay, so what about if it's head, waist? Or no, so wet head, torso, waist, and legs, arm, arm, binder, binder. Oh, yes. Okay. That could be it. Oh, uh, oh god. Looking at these animations, these are great, by the way. <laughs> um, did you, did you watch them yet? No. Oh, here. Uh, let me link real quick. Specifically. I've, I've got it. Oh, I'll yeah. Okay. Up, but... Yeah. Specifically, it's final attack where it does the separation. It's fucking cool. Um, I never realized that. The upper torso, though. When the head is off of it, so the head and the binders stay together. Or sorry, the torso and the binders stay together. Oh. Uh, it looks like a fucking. It, it kind of has like a weird big zam effect going on with that. Okay, so here when I watch the separation. Okay, um, yeah. Leg, is... leg, arm, arm. Yeah, you were right. It's it's leg, leg, arm, arm, waist, torso, head. Yeah, the waist because the waist has its four guns, I guess. Also, and the feet mm-hmm. do have the guns in the bottom of them, so. Like, this thing's ridiculous, and I love it. Uh, my favorite part of this uh, video is watching the frame rate die. <laughs> yes. Oh, it looks so cool at the end, too, when it reforms. Wow. Full full mobile suit. 
Yeah, this um, thing's pretty sick. <laughs> this thing's really cool. Uh, very silly. But I mean, if you're gonna have a Zeong with legs, you have to make it really cool, and this does. IMO. Um, mm-hmm. Wish it got to appear in more things, because I think it was in Gen Wars? Gen. I'm pretty sure it's in World and Overworld, but it wasn't in Genesis, which makes me sad, because this would have been cool to see with, like, modern, you know, like, the modern updated graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so... Now I think we've covered all the Xeong variants, I think. Because, unfortunately, not all of them get linked to off of the article there. How could they not link to the Great Xeong? How dare they? Yeah, there are also some ones that we just don't seem... We don't have enough data on. Like, yeah. there's the Xeong 2, or the Unit 2, or the original MSN 03 Xeong. We just don't have enough information to say anything, yeah. unfortunately. There's there's also, like... So, like, the Xeong 2 is Omax, so I'm sure that that's related to Marzion from the F90 like side story stuff but i just don't know what it is because i know like they make like the the what is it the grand zam but i i didn't know they made a Xeong as well um i'm presuming it's a thing that's mentioned is the problem <laughs> and if it's mentioned and has no art well yeah. nothing we can do about that not so much all right well six where can people find you on the internet uh, you can find me on Twitter at 6.mar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R, and you can find my work at scanlandmedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlandmedia. What All about right. you, Dylan? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at lowpolyrobot, and yeah, that's basically it. Um. Okay, well, a lot of, lot of incredible machines we've gotten to talk about today, some really sick robots, but, you know, don't listen Whatever machine you have, don't let it go to your head. Now you know. It's not the suit that decides the battle, but it's the pilot. Peace. Amuro, Amuro, Furimukanai de Uchu no Kanatani Kagayaku Hoshiwa Amuro, Amuro, Omae no Umareta. ふるさとだ覚えているかい少年の日のことを温かいぬくもりの中で目覚めた朝をアムロ振り向くなアムロ男は涙を見せぬもの見せぬもの。ただ明日へと明日へと永遠